Good morning. It is February 4th, 2024. This is the Paul Green Comedy Podcast, episode 67. I think it's 67, everybody. So, I am back from my little mini road trip to San Diego where I had a very fun uh, private show in uh, the living rooms. <laughs> of the client who uh, booked me as part of a uh, birthday party for her husband and got back into town. I have just been uh, relaxing today and regrouping a bit and still keeping my goal of writing for 100 minutes or uh, writing or practicing comedy. That is how I view it because... uh, you know, I think writing is every bit as important as also practicing. What do I mean by practicing? It's just like literally rehearsing. There seems to me, it seems like I only practice comedy like when I do open mics. And, you know, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with that other than the fact that, um, you know, there's only so many open mics available. And it's you know, hard to get out to an open mic, especially in Arizona, every single night and to get effective stage time. So what I have been doing is just practicing my routines, either literally in front of this camera, just alone, just practicing the routine and uh, hearing myself say these routines and just trying to figure out the nuance and practice them. Or uh, just when I've been driving as well, just saying Uh, saying the bits that I'm working on while I'm driving. So I don't know. We'll we'll see how that goes. But uh, I want to keep my goal of uh, practicing comedy 100 minutes a day. So practicing or writing 100 minutes a day for 100 days and see what happens. So, you know, I am just tacking on a lot of goals this year. I, I never do New Year's resolutions. I just figure, you know, if something's worth doing, it's worth starting right now. I don't wait for any sort of cataclysmic, is that a word? Cataclystic? I don't know. Uh, some huge event or some milestone to start. It's like, nope, this is what I need to do. I'm going to start doing it right now. So I'm interested to see what kind of results I get from this 100 minutes of focused writing and or practicing stand-up comedy a day for 100 days and obviously still doing my podcast daily. I'm posting reels every day daily. I'm a little worried about my social media goals. As I said, I'm posting three reels a day and... I do three different types. So I take a clip from the long form version of this podcast. So I'll do a minute of that every day. And then I do a clip from what I just call something alternative comedy. Right now I'm going through this event that I did where I dressed up like Lord Voldemort and interacted with um, a bunch of the patrons there. And then I've been cutting up one of my stand-up routines, my hour comedy special, into little reels but that comedy special is almost over (laughs) I'm near the end and 
my Lord Voldemort thing is, you know, is going to start running out of material here probably in a couple of weeks. And so I'm a little worried about, well, how am I going to keep that content uh, distribution strategy when all of that runs out? Because it's not easy to produce quality stand-up comedy clips. You know, you run out of material or burn through a show. And then once the Lord Voldemort thing runs out, I won't, I won't have any more material from that for another at least another year till I go out there and do it again. So I'm starting to just think about how I can prepare for um, creating more content that I can then cut up and distribute. Um, it's also a little discouraging because it's not like anything's going particularly viral. Some videos do better than others, but doing better than others means it's in like the thousands of views as opposed to like the tens of views or hundreds of views. But anybody who knows anything about what it means to actually have influence online, you got to be at least in the millions of views regularly. You got to just have something that is so compelling to an online audience that, you know, every video you post goes wildfire. And I know content creators who have found those niches and have found their online voice and have had that type of success. Um, obviously, what I'm doing is not, as of yet, um, at least what the internet deems worthy to go viral. So, you know, I, I, I'm, again, I'm in a little bit of a crossroads right there of, do I just keep doing me and just say, okay, well, this is my content. This is who I am. This is my comedy. I'm going to put it out there. And, you know, I always try to improve it in terms of, you know, the little bells and whistles that I do have control over, but like, well, you know, my stand-up comedy is my stand-up comedy. And to try to like write stand-up comedy specifically for the purpose of putting online and having it go viral doesn't even make sense to me. Like, I don't even know what that means. Um, so it starts to put me in this situation of, um, do I, do I just keep posting what I'm posting because it is what I authentically want to do? And then, Hey, if it's not viral, Hey, it's not viral, you know, but at least I'm being true and authentic and true to myself. Or do I try to create some sort of character or some sort of type of video that is a higher probability of virability? Probability of virability. Yeah, and I don't know. I kind of don't want to do that, but at the same time, you know, I am interested in growing my online presence. And I will say this, I mean, even with the small numbers that I'm getting, I, I, I am growing. I'm just growing by ones and tens, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, except for uh, YouTube. You, YouTube, I'm growing by, I've, I've grown a couple hundred subscribers, which is actually a little surprising that I, I've even gotten that. Um, I'm about to get to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Um, what's funny is <laughs> I have like 
I've posted like 700 videos in the history of my YouTube channel. And I've been very inconsistent over the years. You know, I've, I've tried doing different little sketch ideas and video ideas and never really stuck to any one thing to really see if it would grow over time. And that's also something that I, I don't quite know the answer to. Is it something to where I just have to keep producing and putting out there what it is that I'm putting out there and that eventually it'll just grow, 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 grow until there's some sort of tipping point? Um, or is it like, well, if it doesn't go viral right away and, you know, try something else, it's like... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that answer is. I don't know if the answer to anything is, guys. You know, that's just the harsh truth, man. I just, I feel like, at least for me, I want to feel like I know what I'm up to and that I know how it's going to turn out, but I just don't. And the more that I talk to anybody, even people who've been successful, it's almost like, they don't even really know why what they did was so successful. I mean, it's like, you know, they had an idea and they and they gave it a try and they put whatever effort into it and it was successful. But, uh, you know, just because the things that they did made them successful, it doesn't actually seem like any sort of success story is that ubiquitous. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe there is. Maybe there is some sort of foolproof yeah but I don't know um, I am just as much as I can trying to learn how to uh, be myself be okay with being myself and put myself out into the world as authentically as my ego will allow and fully acknowledging that yeah even then you know I have some filters I'm. it's not like I, I'm unbridled in every element of what I say and do, I have some bridling. <laughs> so, but that's where I'm at today. You know, I'm, I'm sort of in a little bit of a, I don't know, every time there's a, a great performance, there always seems to be a little bit of a lull afterwards, you know, when now all the endorphins and all the dopamine and all of the uh, happy uh, chemicals are out of the body and then I'm kind of just leapt back here going okay well what's next had a really fun high energy high risk show on Friday that turned out well thank god and um, you know now it's just back back to the grind yeah I was talking to a buddy of mine and I just said you know Getting a dream, as far as I can tell, or being successful at anything, is the least exciting part of every story, which is why every movie, when it gets to that part, glosses over it in a montage. <laughs> you know, I just saw a, a clip of Rocky, because, you know, Carl, Carl Weathers has passed away, you know, who played Apollo, and so all of these clips of Rocky are showing up. And you look at Rocky 1, it's like, what's the interesting part of the story? The interesting part of the story is you have sort of this washed up boxer who's going to go try to get a fight with 
the champion, right? So he has this big dream. That's the exciting part. The other exciting part is when he actually gets into the ring and the boxing match. What is the boring part? 12 months of him working out <laughs> or however long, you know. So what do they do? They do a three minute montage of, you know, him. We're going to show him punching the meat. We're going to show him running up the stairs. We're going to show him, you know, jo jogging through the streets. We're going to show him down in protein and eggs. What they don't show is he had to run up those sta stairs every day for six months. But they don't show is he had to punch that big cow, you know, rib for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And hours. You know, he spent a hundred hours just punching. And he spent a hundred hours just running. And watching somebody run for, you know, 30 seconds is exciting. Watching somebody run, uh, you know, an hour day after 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 day is very, very, very boring. You know, watching me get my dreams is very exciting. Watching me sit at a native New Yorker or native grill and wings or whatever they call it now with my head, with my ear pods in playing white noise to block out the music and setting a timer and then just trying to write jokes and trying to think of whatever it is that I can think of that I that might be funny <laughs> and me standing in front of a camera and saying the exact same bit of uh, 50 different ways to just try to figure out every little nuance of every little word and you know if I word it this way does it create enough of a setup and is this punchline funny and am I creating enough of a surprise and am I being authentic how I'm saying this joke or should I say it a different way that's very very boring and when they make a movie of my life all of that work is going to be the three minute montage and all they're going to do is show like oh I have a dream and here's all of the reasons why this dream wouldn't work out for me and then they're going to montage that part and then they're going to show me on stage at Madison Square Garden making everybody laugh and um and then the movie will end and then I'll be dead. Okay. <laughs> I mean, eventually it's going to happen to all of us. So I would say if you're in, if you're in the montage portion of your dream, then you're probably doing something right. Because I actually think that that is the crucial component of success that those who are maybe not getting their dreams are maybe glossing over or maybe aren't willing to do. But then again, maybe not. You know, who knows? Maybe there are people who just like, no, I just showed up and crushed it and all my dreams come true. I, I don't know. I don't know. But that, that seems to be, at least for where I'm at and where I'm at in my journey, the the part of the journey that I'm in and that I'm feeling it needs the most attention is the uh punching the uh punching the big uh slab of meat hanging hanging down in the uh, meat freezer for the next six months before I'm ready for my fight with Apollo Creed so those are my thoughts today and rest in peace uh Carl Weathers and congratulations on an amazing career and 
thank you for all of your incredible roles and sending love to his family and you know that's probably somebody who had a dream to become an actor and be a successful actor and fulfilled his dream and we're all we're all grateful for it and you know i think that that is probably something that is a good note to leave off on which is I know going for dreams can seem so selfish and I know sometimes I struggle with that of just, you know, it seems like I'm just being so vain and it's all about me. But I think the reality is anybody who does go for their dream and ultimately gets it ends up having a tremendous positive influence on the world, even if that was not her intention to begin with, you know, every successful actor or musician or artist or business owner who is able to create something that has influence, has a positive influence, um, leaves, leaves the, the world and the people who were able to be influenced by them going for their dreams in, in, in a better place. So as vain and selfish as it may be, I am also hopeful that when I get all this figured out and I'm able to share my comedy and my comedy has been refined and honed and I've, you know, put those hundred hours in for a hundred days to hone the craft that there will be people who see my comedy maybe we're having a bad day and maybe I can, you know, make their day a little better. So that is what I got for you today, my beautiful, lovely friends and dreamers out there for February 4th, 2024, episode 67 of the Paul Green Comedy, Paul Green Comedy Podcast. I love you all so much. Have a wonderful Sunday and I will talk to you tomorrow.